Hey guys, my name is Annie and I'm going to talk about toxic relationships today on the podcast with Abby. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Annie, for introducing yourself. And hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today, like Annie said, we're obviously going to be talking about toxic relationships. And you know, we have an, an expert on the issue. Mm. Someone that can give us a... Well, Correct advice. Well, so, <laughs> so, I mean, in the past two episodes, we've spoken about toxic relationships. We've gone through the definition of toxicity and how it can take place in your friendships, your romantic partnerships, and your family. But for today's episode, we're just strictly talking about romantic um, relationships. There might be a little bit of friendship here and there, but that's also just in relation to romantic relationships. So obviously, the question we're going to dive into is, how do you know that you're in a toxic relationship? Because nobody ever just wakes up and is like, oh, damn, yesterday was not toxic, today is toxic. Like, is I feel like it's obviously a process. It starts yeah. from somewhere. It, like, you know, and everybody, exactly. And people start pulling up. People just ignore them from the beginning. Yeah. And you know the one thing about you're blinded, relationships. You're blinded, bro. Your mood button has been surrendered, so you are blinded. <laughs> That's true. You're blinded, you know, man. The one thing about toxic relationships is that your friends always see these red flags before you even see them. Yeah. Your friends will actually... Your true friends will notice a shift in your behavior towards your partner before you probably even notice it and that's one one thing especially and if you're stubborn like me you will defend your partner while he he's controlling and pressing your move button this whole time and you will defend him so you step out of the relationship and you're like damn (laughs) so i could not have wasted this extra two months if i just listened to obi and kosi begging me the corner the thing is like the question I have is like, okay, not for anybody, like just particularly for you or anything. Like, if yeah. when your friends were like telling you, like, let's say your friends telling you, um, oh no, you should break up with this person, or like you shouldn't date this person, blah blah blah. Like, what's going through your mind at that time? Because it's like so, obviously they're not doing it for bad. Like they're not trying to, you know, steal your mind or whatnot. They're just trying to help you out. Yeah. So it wasn't even that for me personally. It's like. I tend to try to separate my friendships and my relationships and I tend to try to see my relationship till fruition till I'm like frustrated or I'm fed up with the situation and obviously like if you think about it your friends will your friends will never forgive somebody for what they do to you no matter how many times you forgive them do you understand what I'm saying True. so it's kind of like when your friends are telling you this person is not the best for you or stuff like as as positive of a place is coming from you too, because you're in this relationship and you are the one in it, it's like sometimes it's hard to really see all the bad things because you're you're also putting the good like you they can't really experience all the good things, you know. They they experience only the things that you come to come and tell them. 
you get where I'm coming from? So after this yeah. boy has rubbed your lap and he's rubbed your back and everything, it's kind of hard for you to be like, oh, like, oh, like, like all you want to do is defend the person that you love in com- like to your friends you don't want your your friends to have this like big bad wolf ex- exterior to that person and it's also hard like when you you people maybe have argued about something and it's like between both of you like there's not every it's not everything you can tell them so it's mm-hmm. just hard like there's there's that breakdown do you understand in like what your friends see versus what you see versus what you experience versus who's holding which button at what point in time like there's a lot that goes into it so i'm not saying that i don't completely listen to my friends like i don't i don't hear my friends when they tell me to do things it's just more of a listening and understanding based on where we at where we're at in the relationship if that makes sense i'll be honest with you no it doesn't make any sense but just let me let me let me explain myself let me explain myself because it's like your friends will like obviously your friends will see what you can see. That's the whole point, right? So even if, if like, you don't have to take their word for word, but, like, I feel like if your friends are telling you something, you should at least take your time, step back, and be like, is this actually I'm, happening? I'm not saying that you shouldn't, like, you should completely not acknowledge what your friends are saying, which is what, like, I'm trying to say that, I'm trying to say the reason as to why you like it would seem like I'm not listening to you when you're telling me mm-hmm. what to do. Whereas I am listening, it's just hard like in contrast with everything that's going on surrounding the relationship as well. Okay. Like it's not like if you if you told me to drop some somebody today, I can't just drop them because you think he's a bad person. Do you understand? Like there's still the process of leaving that relationship. There's still the process of losing that companionship that I have to mm. deal with. No matter, like, mm-hmm. whatever you guys tell me, you guys don't have to deal with the heartbreak. You guys don't have to deal with the separation. It's not as That's not as true, as actually, because your friends have to deal with it. Every... They deal Maybe with Maybe not it, as guys, much. Exactly. You guys don't have the first... Like, it's not the... You people are not dating the man with me now. <laughs> like, That's true. I mean, you are, but you get where I'm coming from. Like, it's not... No, I'm not dating anybody's man with them, I beg, <laughs> That's a very dangerous statement there. Please yeah, don't say that bro, like, you're not... You're not, you're not you're not doing all these things with him with me so you have to you have to understand too I, 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 let's see I kind let's see I kind of get that that's how we should say it mm. and like with that apart from like not listening to your friends I feel like there's so many red flags that pop up in relationships like toxic relationships that people see in the beginning and like when they see them if at first it just comes out like oh this is so cute or like, oh, they really like me, da 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 da. One yeah. thing I know that it happens a lot is that overly, like being overly possessive, that clinginess that everyone's like, oh my god, he, like you know, let me not even say he, because it can happen any to anybody. And now I'm just quiet. And say, oh, oh my god, they really like me. They really like me, blah blah blah. You know, they always want to be around me. They always want to do this, and it might not even be because they really like you it's just because in that situation that's the only way that only in that way only them can have access to you so controlling it's kind of they're kind of that or they're they're inserting themselves into your life proper in a way that they're kind of blocking everybody else out is that what you're saying that's the whole point of being overly possessive i agree yeah 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 i get what i get exactly what you're saying all those babes that be like 
Yo, don't talk to my man. Don't look at my man. If my man's walking this way, you walk the left way. I don't even. Oh, I don't even understand that. It's like you. You're not even recognizing that your partner is a person instead so, of a possession. I think the thing. Let's say another red flag now can be like the controlling behavior of men. Like I was explaining. Like I was saying, right? It's yeah. like there comes that there's that possessiveness, but there's also that controlling. Now he's trying to control little little aspects of your life, like how you spend your money, what you wear, who you hang out with, what times you're going to hang out with your friends, and if they're colliding or coinciding with what he wants for you. Or in turn, the babe, all these babes that never want their guys going out with their guy friends because they believe that all they're going to go out be scope out women, which we're not saying that they don't do, but like. It's like you need to understand that your partner was a a human entity before you you came into his or her life. They have now accommodated like for you to be in their life. And I'm not saying that this should be an excuse for men not to give their women or women not to give their men the the desired attention that you require in a relationship with that person. But you also need to understand that they need to go out. They need to dress the way they were dressing because that's what makes them feel comfortable. That's what makes them feel confident. You can't just come and you can't say like, oh... I met you dressing like this, but because now I'm in the relationship, you cannot now wear this one again, or you cannot wear that one again. So, like when it comes to the controlling behavior of men, you need to understand that your partner was their entity before they got into the relationship with you, and they're mm-hmm. going to be the same entity, like probably after you're gone in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that those friends came before you, and those friends will be there for her after you're gone. If you, if you, if you mm-hmm. leave, I'm not saying that. The relationship gonna end even when you're well, like, like this but still... even while you're there like those are still her friends those are the people that she wants to hang you have to give her the space and you or she has to give you the space to hang out with your your guys like i'm still a person outside of us and i need to feel that because if not i'm going to feel trapped in a relationship and that that's that in in and of itself is toxic so yeah i get i get that but like i also feel like one major thing that I see happening across the board with like toxic relationships is well, let's say the toxic person let's say the toxic person putting blame on their partner like making everything their partner's fault like now if we're dating and all of a sudden any small thing that I do is your fault is your fault like we fight is your fault we do this is your fault something goes wrong is your fault and it happens so much that like I feel at some point like you start to think, um, okay, like, let me not, let me not do anything that will make this person, you know, feel this way. Let me not be the blame. Like, I've, I've been in situations where somebody will say, someone has said to me before, you made me do this thing. That's why you, you, you are the one, you put spirits into his body and made me do it. It was me. It was, and I was like, you know, at the time, I won't lie, like, I've had my own my own bowl mm-hmm. of toxicity. Mm-hmm. I've drank mm-hmm. it. And, you know, like, Full sometimes cup. I... <laughs> a bowl, a bowl, oh, yeah, oh. a bowl. And it's like, I can't, like, I can't say that I'm, like, not understanding of what's going on. But at the same time, it's like, I, looking back at it, I knew that, like, the situation I, I was in wasn't good. But for some strange reason like i i was i don't even know whether to attribute it to age or to stupidity or what it was but i know that i kept telling myself that oh yeah it wasn't like this in the beginning 
it can always be fixed. You, you know, like you those kind of things that you tell yourself because that's how they came in. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because you because you have that like that's the you have that image of like this that's was the, the beginning. This was always the beginning. how they present This was themselves. how it was. This was how it started, yeah. and like that. It stops people, yeah. Like that just generally stops people. And then once you once you start thinking about it like that, like ah, oh, this person was so sweet in the beginning, blah blah blah. You now start thinking like after all, all this time that they've said to you, oh, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. You start thinking like, did I make them better? Maybe was it's it actually, actually my fault? exactly like maybe it's actually me. Like what did I actually yeah. do? And you've done nothing. That person is just a terrible. Per- that, maybe that, they're not a terrible person. person. Maybe they just have a terrible personality. Like they just don't work yeah. with you. So yeah, another major red flag that I think people overlook is a change or a breakdown in communication between partners. When your man comes and mm. he thinks he can talk to you some different type of way because you people have been in a relationship for mm-hmm. maybe two weeks. Nigga <laughs> uh-huh. comes into the room and he's referring to other women as bitches or he's talking to you and or he's talking to his friends and he's like, oh, my bitch. No, no, no. Hmm. Or he starts raising his tone at you, like when he's talking and he's angry. He's and then somebody come and tell me he's out of anger. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Disrespect. (laughs) You know the one thing I can't handle is disrespect because I'm like, if you can disrespect me, and kudos to you know, kudos to whoever taught me this. They know themselves. I don't have to mention names because we we thank God for them. Oh, no, 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 chewy, chewy. I feel like when I see this, a lot of people laugh at me. But honestly, I am so grateful for the experience I had with this person because I don't mean it in a bad way. The person just showed me everything that I don't yeah. want. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a, exactly, I wish them well. I hope they're doing okay with that. I just life don't now. want you. I don't but need disrespect, you. And the disrespect was unnecessary. Was disrespect, unnecessary. I can't. Like when you start thinking of anybody going now. to be. T- guy no there's some things you just don't take just don't take it when he starts and he's changing his tone with you like before when you guys started talking like whenever you guys had a conversation you could, have, you could have conversations without them turning into arguments you can have a disagreement with a human being and it doesn't have to become an argument that is when you know what mm, I feel like that's when you yeah know. that's a major major red flag because I cannot like something and you cannot or you can like something and I don't like it and we don't have to disrespect each other because of our preferences. You need to learn how to communicate mm. with your significant other in a respectful, like loving tone. The way, the same way you you fight with the, the same way you play with the person, the same way you should you should scold that person. Don't you don't have to become disrespectful. No, no, no. no. It's like it's like it's like you don't have to become disrespectful. You don't have to call me out of my name because you're angry with me. Never like. People that that you get you get what I'm saying like like you're angry with me and then you be like you stupid bitch the fuck of my name stupid bitch two days and then but like but like five seconds ago you were calling me bear baby and sweet cheeks and all this shit I've actually never had anybody do that even my friends nobody ever experienced and you call me you call me sweet cheeks baby and everything and then after that you're like oh why the fuck don't you use your brain like yeah like these kind of things are major red flag, red flags, and they seem not like nothing because his his excuse, like before, like what I said, is like, oh, you made me angry, and so I did, and so I I acted this way because I was angry. But the way you act in anger speaks volumes about the kind of person that you are. 
because because this first time you'll be name calling the next time you're grabbing me by my hand next time i'm being pushed down the staircase domestic like bro nah you can't like you, you just can't you just can't that's just not a thing it's just not a thing and like with that breakdown in communication or that change in that tone, then you start feeling some type of way about how you're talking or how you're converse- conversing with your significant other. You start walking on eggshells around the person. You feel like you can't really open your mouth to say things. If not, the person is going to take mm. it some other way. Or you get what I'm saying? Like you're you feel guarded oh my in your god. own relationship. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, oh my god. Okay. And um this is a reference I want to use. I know, like, I don't know if anybody will remember it, but, like, when we were in SS3 back in, yeah. like, in Mivo, that, like, I can't remember what we did. That Sister Matilda was like, you're walking on borrowed ground. You're walking on borrowed ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels, that you're generally walking on borrowed like, ground. Like, I can't when she said that thing. It wasn't well, looking funny. funny. We couldn't laugh, man. We're just there, like, I'm sorry, Imagine, sister. Like, sister. <laughs> sister. First of all, what? What made her bring up that you're walking on bird ground? <laughs> so embarrassing. It was like, Jesus, I beg, I beg, go. Before they find me, before they find me. Mm. You know that those ones in that school, superpowers. Let's just get back to what we're talking about. Quick, quick. Oh, my days. But yeah, like, I don't know why I will be in a relationship with someone that I feel like I have to be cautious when I'm talking ground. to you. I'm walking on borrowed mm. ground. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm moving mm. in a way that I cannot offend my significant other. Bro, like, you are supposed to make jokes. Like, you guys, oh, like, you can't crack jokes with your significant other. That thing is so painful. You can't, exactly. So Imagine painful. if a joke becomes... Bro, wow, there was one tough. time, you know those, like, funny-ass, like, jokes on on Twitter that you just, like, send, like, oh, like, you're not even thinking about it. You're like, oh, like, I just found this thing so funny. And, like, I don't... Bro, I don't know, man. Just have to... Just have to know how to... Can't be in that kind of relationship. Can't be in that kind of relationship because you'll be crying or you'll be angry or something, and you'll say something, and then you now start having to explain yourself or feel bad because you can't really talk to your person, like because, like, guys, please just no, I don't need you if you're going to make me feel that kind of way. It just becomes it, it becomes like, like bro. being in the relationship becomes yeah, tiring. definitely. So. Apart from that, now, like this, I know we spoke about this a few days ago, and it's just something I wanted to ask yeah. you is the topic of like situationships. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> topic uh... of situationships, and you know, we had this whole thing and whatever. And my question is like, now, like, I, pre- you know, you already know my stance on this, definitely, I disagree with definitely. you. Is that there's a there's a toxic. Are situationships toxic? There's an understood um unagreeance. Like we're not we're not I we're not agreeing with each other. So it's like understood, but I believe that situationships can actually be toxic. Okay. Now when we're arguing, we spoke about the definition of a situationship. Yes. What was it even? A situationship a romantic, is a romantic relationship that is relationship. undefined. Undefined. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. But from my perspective, a situationship is a relationship for the situation. You understand? Mm-hmm. You understand that concept? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
exactly. A situation is a relationship that is deep, that is dependent on the situation that the two I feel like are it in is life. Defined, no, it is defined bro, by the Google this P. Google this P. It literally says we Google this together. A situationship is a romantic relationship oh that is undefined or uncommitted. Okay, okay, okay. You're screaming. Thanks. Exactly. But what I said <laughs> was that a situationship is a relationship defined by it the situation. Do not stop. Shush, shush, shush. Shush, shush, shush. Okay. Guys, I'm so sorry, but do we remember previously? Let's rewind. So when Obi said <laughs> the definition. What did I say? She said, she said you're not... <laughs> So let's take a let's take the definition of what situationship is, and a situation a situationship literally says it is undefined. So what do you mean by defined? Oh my god! Oh my god! Where's the definition? Oh my god! Are you deaf? Are you deaf? Hmm. See, we're arguing too much on this definition. I've already said it. <laughs> a situationship is a relationship defined by the situation. Hmm. Simple, short, precise. Guys, Let's get over that. Let me explain. I mean, I don't know what your own problem with it. Let is. me explain my problem with a situationship, guys. My my problem with a situationship is the fact that there is no definition in the situationship. And don't come at me. Don't come at me. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you guys need titles because I don't really, I don't really do titles like that. Like that's like let's not even captain. But I feel like a situationship leaves so much room for bullshit to happen because. Nobody is mm-hmm. like there's a breakdown in communication, as I said. There's not you're not really a girlfriend, so there's not much you can say, but you're also more than a girlfriend. So there's a way that you're supposed to be treated. You're not more than a girlfriend. Sorry, you're, you're more. also more than just a random like babe. Do you understand? Yeah. You are you you're mm-hmm. on you're walking you're you are literally walking on eggshells in a situation. Because you cannot there's some there's so many things you can't really say like talk about, like because you you're not supposed to feel a way about some certain things, and you know it. You know it. that's the whole. I don't point know. Like I know. I know that we can't show you guys what's going on, but like I can literally <laughs> see her, and I'm like rolling in pain because what she's saying is like it's choking my bones. But like I see, I understand what you're saying, mm. but to mm. me, obviously, yeah, there is a difference between boundaries. Like respecting boundaries and being disrespectful. I'm me personally, I'm the kind of person that like if I go somewhere, like to me a situation is just like, okay, maybe like now currently I know that for sure. I might not be in the mood to be dating anybody, being in a relationship. That that might just not be where I'm at right yeah. now. But what if I wake up tomorrow and I say, Hmm, I want somebody to scratch my back. I want somebody to rub my head. I want somebody to do this and to I'm do not that. Saying... Okay, oh, fine. wait now. Relax. Drink juice. Calm down. Sorry. I want somebody to do all those things for me. But I also don't want a boyfriend to be. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that that particular term. It's like, why can't I have And that? you can't. Then my relationship with that person becomes that like that's my relationship no. and it's defined by that situation it that okay in. In, okay my problem with it i guess then is the word situationship because it gives gap to all this extra nonsense like i wouldn't come to you and be like oh i'm in a situationship with this person 
Like I, would, I understand. I even though like. Do you get what I'm saying? That's my yeah, problem. I, I feel like it is the word situationship. If if I am in a relationship with this man and all I want is gifts and I like the way he rubs my back at night and the way he cuddles me when I'm sleeping or whatever, but I just don't want to date that's, him for whatever reason. Exactly, like he is. He exactly. Did you did you see now? He's my friend with benefits. He might not even be your friend. Exactly. He, he may not be, be my friend, friend, but like mm-hmm. everybody saying now, he's he's my friend with benefits. He is. He is my with benefits. He is my benefits. He's whatever the okay. relationship. Sorry. He is whatever the relationship we are defining is. I just think that that word situationship just leaves room for toxicity. I don't know. I just as I mm. I associate the two words together because I have been in situationships. I have been in situationship. I just feel like it is only bad because, like, in inside that situationship, one person wants something and another exactly, person wants something. and it's hard. Typically, when is that? Is like one person wants a relationship, one person doesn't want a relationship. In that case, like, I feel like the person that doesn't want a relationship that is still there, you should know, like, okay, let's ex. And I'm most of the time, yeah, the person that does that doesn't want a relationship has said so. Most of the time, um, yeah. Most of the, the time, said. I, I'm like, most of the time, the person that says they don't want a relationship has already been very vocal with the other person. Exactly, true. I feel like maybe true. some people are just there because they're like, okay, I like him and we're still here, so maybe he'll change his mind, or maybe she'll change her mind. Well, that like probably that. won't happen. Yeah, I don't, and that's that. A lot exactly. of PSA side note, a lot of people get your, you people get yourself hurt by thinking that you can you people i i get myself hurt by thinking i am <laughs> going to change <laughs> by thinking i'm sorry, I am sorry. going to change a dynamic of a relationship when it ain't fucking changing bro that nigga does not I'm like there. you he's not gonna cuff you he's not gonna wipe you he's not no it's not gonna happen take it take I'm what so you've sorry. gotten that you and people leave. it just coming sorry back to sorry i i'm gonna i have taken what i got and i left Please oh, carry you, your shambala. And no, no, no shade, no shade, no shade. Please carry your shambala and do the same. That's all I'm sh- I'm saying. Cause I know that the shekere is, is not shambala? empty for all of us. Just saying. Who is the shambala? So is that thing that we used to wear in in, in secondary school? Back to, back to what we're saying. Yeah. Like we're going to start rounding up the podcast now, and the, the thing we're going to be talking about right now is how to leave a toxic relationship, and. Like I've been saying since I started this season, in no way am I saying that toxicity, like toxic relationships and abusive relationships are the same. In the first episode, I stated that abusive relationships are toxic, but not all toxic relationships are abusive. And if you're going through something similar to what we've spoken about or something worse, reach out to someone, either to any of us if you can, um, and try and get help if you want to. Just know that you have, there, there are organizations or anything that can support you yeah definitely i just want everybody to be clear that i am not in any way making light of abuse or anything like that first step so we're going to go over the steps to get out of this toxic relationship so the first and the most important step i believe is accepting reality wake up (laughs) annie wake up (laughs) Oh, wow. <laughs> you even called yourself. Ring your bell. <laughs> Bro, 
you need to understand that you are in a toxic relationship and it may seem so sweet especially because this person has trapped your move button and he's pressing all the right mm. things that are making you think that the car is actually in motion whereas he has been on a halt mm. for a little bit there's no future with this person the future can only be bleak if you stay there's no point Ooh. there's no point stressing yourself and having constant headache because of somebody else's son or daughter there's no reason for it accept what reality you found yourself in all those tears that you've been crying are not for nothing get out okay. you need to you need to sit up and wake up and wipe those tears and be like yeah this is this is a toxic relationship i have accepted it and i am ready to move on and the next step will just be it. Yeah, that's true. And for like I feel like most of the steps are the same thing. We spoke about it in um yeah. to- toxic friendships. Be clear with your intentions, let them know that this is what you're planning to do. If you're going to if you say you're going to leave someone, please mean it. That's very important. Please mean it. You know, so don't just say, Oh, I'm going to go and then you say that you're like, Oh, if you do this, if you do that, I'm going to go and then they do that thing and you come back. It just makes them feel like they can still continue because they gave you it's like you can still continue because they gave you what's like they gave you what your what they've given you your boundaries they and they've told you they've broken your boundaries you and you're still saying thank you thank saying. you for putting the english in my mouth <laughs> it was so hard for me to say it i don't know what was coming your out man I, like, but yeah another step the next step would be to identify your role in the relationship and whether your role needs to come that your role needs to come to an end in that relationship you need to understand that you were probably giving him too much or you were not giving him enough because you can sorry please Eh? go for you were giving too much never not enough in this whole toxic relationship that we're speaking we're not saying that oh the the opposite person cannot be toxic as well you can also be toxic in your own way. You need to understand and identify yes, your own toxicity. Very but much so. Please also understand that if you are in a toxic situation, this is going to happen. You need to identify what role you've been and the fact that you've been giving so much of yourself to somebody who's really not mm-hmm. reciprocating. Reciprocation is so important in any relationship. You need to understand the role that you've been playing and understand that it is time to, to hang up your curtain. Curtain call. The stage has closed. Move on to the next chapter of the book. Thank you. And then, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like ending, like actually ending relationships, some people can have messy breakups. Some people can have good breakups. Like, you know, breakups are very different. And I feel like if, like I said before, if you're going to break up with somebody, break up with them. Let them know that is there is no coming back because how do you want to end it? I feel for some people it's not easy. Like if you break up with someone, no one I feel like that whole thing of like delete this, delete that. Like some people it might not be easy. It might not be something like, you know, too bad. Like it might take you time to delete your yeah. pictures, your texts. You know I, well, I feel like that's something that you definitely need to do to to just you know get over. I told you. Oh. But then I, I was I was proud of you because then you were acknowledging it and you were removing it from your life. You deleted it and I felt like you had to do that. You had to go through it and be like, yeah, obviously this was someone that you really, really liked and now like, and like it's yeah. no longer there. So choose how you're going to end it. 
choose how you're going to support yourself choose how you know surround yourself with your friends if that'll make you better like do things that will help you to move away from that situation and that will not allow you to fall back saying that like we don't think it's easy thank you annie thank you so much for coming on the podcast i really enjoyed like having this whole conversation with you it was nice to to be on there anything that you want to say to the girls (laughs) okay thank you Anything you want to say to the girls, anything you want to promote, anything you want to so I'm going to shout, shout out, out there, let them know. Annie, and I'm going to say that y'all should please love yourselves. Before you fall into any relationships, please remember how important it is to love yourself and to understand yourself and to understand that you were whole and you were sufficient before you met this man or this woman and you will be fine after the whole relationship is over if it needs to end. Love you guys. Thank you so much. I had so much fun being on this podcast today. Thank you. Like she said, her follow her Instagram crowned by Annie. You know, she, <laughs> when you see this, you will know. So we're going to end the podcast with my new favorite quote. Please, guys, remember in some situations you can be walking on borrowed ground. You understand? <laughs> so, I just can't get over that. But thank you for listening and I hope like you guys enjoyed the content that we had today. Mm-hmm. Why did they share that to kids? <laughs> There's one beautiful thing. Yeah, Mandy was low-key scary as well. Yeah. Oh, I love they Mandy. Had, they had a Jack O'Lantern episode. I'll never forget the episode because it traumatized me. And they told this story about a guy that I caught on his hair with the headless one. Yes, 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 yes. And that thing was the scariest episode I ever watched. And they never edited it again. It was only once and I was there. And I was like, shit. I have to watch it again to get over it. And I never but watched it again. Do we are Mandy, yeah. Why? They never edit again. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. There's just something that was just really fucking scary when we were growing up. You know, Michael Jackson, oh. we love you. I'm sorry. Never 